Well, good day and welcome to Holding Fast. How is your anchor holding today? Is it gripped firmly to the Word of God? It's great to welcome you to the podcast. Thanks for letting me into your day and using these podcasts this week uh, as a celebration of Reformation Day. Reformation Week, I'm going to call it, because I'm actually taking several podcasts just to share with us, share with you what this uh, particular momentous occasion is. And there's times when the church has to go through these things. Uh, one, one could, and I believe should point out, that there have been many moments that have been enlightening times throughout the church's history. I'm currently reading a book by Eusebius, who is a second century uh, church historian. Uh, he into the third century, where he shares uh, what church history looked like, even from his perspective, just three hundred years removed from the actual earthly life of the Lord Jesus. And in that, he even cites a number of times where there was a a rebooting or a reorienting, a time where the the uh, church has been reoriented toward the gospel. Uh, that had been moved away from the many, many roads that other people chose to go down instead of just the truth of the Word of God itself. Uh, And so that's the nature of humanity. We have a tendency to get distracted. Uh, Narcissistic minds can take you in a different direction other than what the true gospel is. And that has happened throughout church history and certainly in the day of Martin Luther in the uh, mid-1400s was a man who God used in a unique way to to get the church to re-understand what the gospel was all about. I took the time in the last podcast to share with you a little bit about his life and about how he had a promising future uh, in terms of the Roman Catholic Church and how he was a monk for several years. Many of you may not even know he mar- ended up marrying a nun. And boy, did the church have, if there were memes in the days that Martin Luther lived, there would have been a massive number of memes on social media about the marriage between somebody who was supposed to be a Roman Catholic monk and a nun. Uh, matter of fact, uh, there were many of them, even in his day, that talked about how their spawn must be uh, the seed of the devil, and so on and so forth, because of their uh, because of their marriage. Uh, but yet, Martin Martin Luther was used of the Lord to be able to advance uh, a great uh, teaching of the gospel that many miss out on today, but is so clearly presented in the Bible. Today's scripture verse from the life of Martin Luther, was so influential in his understanding of what the gospel is all about. In Romans chapter 1 and verse 16, the Bible says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. And then the most famous passage of scripture that struck him was in the very next verse, verse 17. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Now that passage was so, so instrumental in the light dawning in Martin Luther's mind. Remember I said in the last podcast that one of the goals of 
uh, Martin Luther was that he would, as a German, translate the scriptures from the Latin text, Jerome's Latin Vulgate, into German so that the common man would be able to read the Bible for himself, so that they would be able to understand what the scripture's teaching is all about. And so he set about in this task that occupied a lot of his time, that he would shut himself away and take his Bible and he would begin to translate that Latin into German so that everybody could read it. So with these scriptures fresh in his mind, and then the word got out to the Vatican in Rome that uh, that uh, Martin Luther was doing this translation work, which uh, prior to this point was absolutely illegal, that it was wrong for him to do. In fact, just a hundred years before Martin Luther lived, there was another man who lived whose name was John Huss. He was Czechoslovakian today, I mean, Bohemian in that day, but it's modern-day Czechoslovakia. But John Huss had a concern that the people that he ministered to be able to read the scriptures in their own language. And so he took it upon himself to translate the language, the Bible, into the common language of the people of his day. Well, he was summarily summoned to Rome to answer for this tragic uh, 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 choice that he made to do this. And when he got there, he was going to try, thought he would be able to have the opportunity to explain his principles and, and why he was doing this. And in the course of thinking he was going to be able to, they ended up arresting him when he arrived there. And they literally burned him at the stake for translating the language, the Bible into the language of his parishioners. As a matter of fact, that's where we get our particular English phrase, uh, they'll cook your goose. The word hus in Bohemian and Czechoslovakian was the word goose. And so when Martin Luther was about to go down to answer for what he was doing in Rome, they said to him, they'll do to you what they did to John, uh, John Huss. They will cook your hus. They'll cook your goose. And that's what happened to John as a result of his his effort to get the Bible into the language of his people. So Martin Luther experienced that same kind of thing, but it was a little bit different in its time. It was a hundred years later, and some things had changed for Martin Luther. When Martin Luther arrived in Rome, he often would, of course, make pilgrimage to certain sites there that were meaningful to him. And there's a place there that's there today called the Sacred Steps, which uh, were theoretically the same steps that were brought from Jerusalem. Jesus was led up when he was being interrogated by Caiaphas. And these sacred steps were what uh, many Roman Catholics would make a pilgrimage to Rome to crawl up on their knees. And they would recite, you know, our fathers and Hail Marys and things of this nature. And it was supposed to earn them merit before God. And so he's climbing up these steps, having just translated the, the uh, Bible uh, into German for his people. And as he's crawling up these steps and he's going through these recitations, the passage comes to mind that he had just got done translating uh, that I just read for you a moment ago from Romans chapter 1 and verse 17. And the phrase kept running into his mind, the just shall live by faith. 
And history tells us that he stood to his feet and he said, if that be so, why am I doing these religious rituals in order to get God's merit, to earn merit, excuse me, before God? And it, and it dawned on him that salvation is by faith alone. It's not something you can earn. It's not of your works. And that began to dawn on uh, Martin Luther so many years ago in the, in the last half of the 1400s. And he went back home and he began to have a new understanding and a new dawning on his mind came to light about what true salvation is all about. One of the theses or one of the areas of discussion that that Martin Luther wanted to discuss among the church fathers and the church leadership was this matter of indulgences. You may or may not be familiar with that term, but the word indulgence was a term that was used to describe the for a forgiveness of sins. Uh, you could purchase indulgences in the Roman church. You still can today. And, and it was basically a forgiveness of sin. You could purchase that financially. Uh, in fact, Rome, uh, Martin Luther came back to his home in Germany, and while he's walking through town, he happens to see one of his deacons laying in a ditch, drunk in his own vomit. And he rebuked the man that was laying there, and the man said, Don't worry, Pastor Luther, I've got my indulgence. And he pulls out of his vestment out of his pocket a scroll that was a indulgence or a forgiveness of sin so that if you were planning on uh, committing a great sin or any sin then you could buy forgiveness for that as an indulgence where the pope and his imprimatur or his stamp of approval was on it the pope would grant you forgiveness of sins this was appalling to martin luther with his newfound understanding of scripture uh, that the just shall live by faith, the righteous shall live by faith. And so it started this this uh, this uh, searching work on the part of the Apostle Paul, excuse me, of, the, of, of Martin Luther in the works of the Apostle Paul to rediscover what the gospel really was. Because Martin Luther's argument was, well, if that be the case and the Pope can just forgive sins indiscriminately, then why doesn't he just declare everybody's sins forgiven if he could really do that? The fact is, he cannot. Salvation is by grace through faith without works in the finished work of Jesus Christ alone. Many people need to hear this today. And we're going to return to this and I'm going to give you some more teaching about this in the podcast tomorrow. So you stay tuned and you download it and you walk with Christ and you thank God today that salvation is not something you buy. It's something that's given to you. God bless today walk with christ be grateful for what he's done for you we'll see you in the next podcast